0: We are the Bros Who Think Network, and you're tuned into Bros Who Binge. Enjoy.
1: What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name's Adam Schubert. And as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing today?
0: Doing all right, man. Uh, shout out to Kawhi. I'm waiting for Drake to drop the Hot Fire tune post Toronto's uh,
1: Game 6 finals victory. Doing all right, but like. He probably you know, will. He probably will drop a song.
0: That's what like I'm the saying. The Toronto
1: it's, victory song.
0: Like, stupid, right now we're recording this late. So we're in the scary hours territory, bro. Like, at any moment, we could get an update on our phone while recording this that Jersey drops something. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm holding out hope. When you guys hear this tomorrow, might might be out, it might not be. But I, I'm doing well, man. Just, I don't know. I don't know. This movie, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I'm not, and the I'm movie not... you're talking about is yeah. Man in Black. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll be talking about in discussion today because uh, it's definitely something worth discussing yeah i'm still i, I was telling linden before we started this i was like we just need to talk this out like i just don't know how to feel like when i walked out of Peter the i gave him a ranking but like i don't really know if i, I still stand by that i don't really know where i'm at like what, I, i'm 50 I'm may, 50 may, maybe like the taste of x-men last week in my mouth just like made me bitter like, no that
0: bro that i think that kind of messed up I don't want to say messed up the rest of my week, but it really got me in a funk until, like, certain people got me out well, of like, the funk. And it like it kind of has
1: me in a movie funk a bit with some of the main movies that are coming up on the slate. Because, like, Same. next week's Toy Story 4, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'm like... I'm really, I'm really man we,
0: Spider-Man.
1: Because, like, I thought we were doing well for a little while. Like, we had Brightburn, which was, like, surprisingly interesting. And, like... And I was, I was like, okay, well, like week to week, we're doing pretty well here, and we have Spider Man, like you said, coming up, and like, oh, dude, we just hit this patch, and I'm like, oh man, this is supposed <laughs> to be, this was supposed to be hot. Like, <laughs> I was supposed to be hype. Yeah. All right, but okay.
0: <laughs> and Godzilla wasn't even worth going see. That's like how. Not hype this patch has been. Like, we got, oh, but wait, but wait, we got Lion King, I think, before Spider Man. So, we Lion King might hold it down for us.
1: Oh, oh, I don't know. know. We'll have to to look at those (laughs) dates.
0: See? Everybody's next, but Uh. wait, I'll say this. Come July, we'll be okay because we'll have the boys. I'm I'm looking forward to the boys, low key. Like, that's what I'm waiting for that new Seth Rogen Amazon series. Like, I want to see what's popping.
1: True. And like you know, we just mentioned basketball. Basketball's over with. Hockey's over with. Like we need some, the movies to start heating up. But you oh, mentioned yeah, it's the
0: it. Worst time of the year now.
1: And and you mentioned Amazon Prime. I actually have gotten four episodes into Good Omens, and I'm really liking it. I don't know if you have started watching it yet.
0: No, I have not. Is it? was worth picking up.
1: Uh, I have really been interested in it. I really like David Tennant and Michael Sheen's dynamic. They're they're hilarious. Real.
0: Let me. T- I finished season three of Documentary Now. It was okay. This season was weird. Not a lot of Bill Hader. Not a lot of Fred and Armisen. So that kind of threw me for a loop. But I still enjoyed it. I don't know if I liked it as much as the other ones. They had certain ones that I really liked. Like the pro bowling league thing that they had at the end.
1: Wait, so they're doing episodes that just don't have like Bill or Fred in them? They had Bro, like one episode has
0: Dexter in it. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, it, I, I can't think of the, the, the sub-year comedian's name, but like they have re- rec- recognizable people in each role. Like fucking Owen Wilson's in the in the first episode and they're making fun of Wild Wild Country. So like, it, it's just weird. They they use like... It's just like,
1: different. It's, yeah, just it's, the, it's, di- it's just the it's idea just being
0: Yeah, managed. exactly. Like I, I kind of miss Bill Hader and Fred Armisen but it was enjoyable. Also want to shout out to freaking uh pressure luck is back on tv and also sorry to john paul jones he's gone
1: yeah man r.i.p john paul jones so yeah i've been
0: really watching a lot of reality television and and anime that's pretty much it i need to get into my series bag again also watch that um the show on netflix about the girls who are in jail me and my girlfriend watched that show it's pretty interesting
1: orange is the new black <laughs> it's, a do- it's like there's, there's oh, like okay. a documentary series that's like, new. <laughs> like, it's like the Netflix show about <laughs> girls in jail. Like, uh you mean the no. show that's been going on for a really long t- time?
0: No, this is like a brand new documentary series. Like, these girls go to this uh, juvenile correctional facility called Madison, and like they're like young girls and they like have beef. They start fighting. <laughs> <laughs> girls is it wild. like reality
1: <laughs> or is it fiction?
0: No, no, it's real. Like, this is real shit. These bitches oh, are locked
1: man. up. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude! Have you ever seen the show Sixty Days In?
0: No, wait, wait. What's that? Because I've been, I've been on my jail documentary stuff recently. Oh,
1: bro, Sixty Days In was wild. It was on A and E, uh, and they would, they had people like volunteer for this program where they would go to jail for two months. Oh shit! Well, they, it, this is kind of well. This is kind of similar. You can volu- Your
0: parents can send you here. The court system can send you here. Or you can just volunteer. So I need to check that out, Shubert. But yeah, no, it's on Netflix. You should check this out. These girls are wild. Then there's one where the, there's actual a women's prison. Like these are women who are actually in jail. And like Shubert, they communicate with the male prisons through the t- through the toilet. Like they send contraband through the toilet. Like they flush it down. And, like, they have relationships with people in the, like, prisons. And it's, like, it's crazy, bro. Like, like male and female all are in one building but are all on different floors. And it's, like, it's insane. That show was absolutely wild. So that's what I've been watching recently. So I got to get my series bag again.
1: All right. Well, that's that's catching everyone up on what we've been doing. For the past few weeks. Um, But we need to get into some news because we have some pretty cool stories to talk about today.
0: Yes, we do, Shuby. So whenever you're ready, let's get to it, brother. Uh, All right. Let's get
1: started. So the... the of course, I wanted to start off with Star Wars. Bro,
0: is this is this is this uh, bros who play video games like this? Person, I didn't didn't say anything, but like I watched the trailer. Are you about to talk about the E three trailer?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about well a little bit of the gameplay trailer. I just really want to talk about Jedi Fallen Order as a storyline and the idea of using canon stories in franchise in other ways, uh, such as the video games. So. If you go to Battlefront Two, the story with Aiden Versio and all of that made its way into canon novels, and I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a character, maybe like a Zay Versio or a Shri or what was a Shriv, like if they show up in some way on a film or in the Mandalorian. Yeah, I would not be surprised to see Shriv in the Mandalorian. Shriv could definitely pull pull
0: up in the Mandalorian. That's like the most likely place I see him coming. But I mean, America's...
1: like, I don't think it would be absurd to see Aiden or Del pop up in the Mandalorian either. Me neither, because it's all it's it's in that time period. It's fresh. Like, if we get a
0: perspective from the Empire, then who better to do it than Del and Iden? Because they're the last like people who got a mission from the Emperor, and we've seen that their story play out.
1: And so, like, what I'm Going with this with Jedi Fallen Order, which is a game that looks com- uh, really dope, I lo- I'm finally excited to get like your um, mission-style Jedi game for that's more modern. Because I used to love the Episode Three game that was on PS2; that was dope. Bro, but this is this, one, this gives me
0: straight Force Unleashed vibes.
1: Oh yeah, Force Unleashed. I think it. I think it's like a, even it looks even better than Force Unleashed. But, fortunately, he's yeah, definitely had crazier powers.
0: And then, well, uh, Forrest Whitaker, um, I, I actually, I don't know his name, but, I, but I'm looking at yeah. it from Rogue from Ro One in there. Yeah, Saw in the game, so that's dope. I, I'm just saying, if, well, actually, never mind. I'm not going to say that, because I forget what this time uh, is. pretty but, much
1: done. But uh, the guy from Shameless, the kid, who was also the, the Joker character in Gotham, you know, I'm talking about Cameron. Yeah,
0: Cameron Monaghan.
1: Monaghan, yeah. He's the guy who gives the face for the Jedi Fallen Order character, and so maybe this could be an opportunity for him to, if the game picks, you know, gets uh take takes off and everyone takes to it, maybe it could get a that kind of following to get him a series on Disney Plus.
0: Maybe see that's what. I- you took the words right out of my mouth. That's what I was about to say. But then I was like, this is kind of in the period that's dead. But like, who knows? Like, I would love to see it get him a series. Maybe well, in this some time of, period would
1: also be involved in the casting and or time period.
0: That is true. There, there is another series coming up. So he could make a pop up because Cameron Monahan's a pretty big actor. And if this pulls, I could see
1: it. Exactly. So that's kind of what I wanted to think about with that. Like, Star Wars is really kind of the one game or the one franchise that's kind of taking some stories and really investing in, like, their connecting their game stories to their overall story. So, I mean, maybe that could be something that happens with future franchises trying to do video games in the future. Like, I know Marvel's coming out with a video game now, and I'm not using that as an example, but maybe we could see that with further games down the line. See, the
0: only difference is, is because LucasArts, like, has a part of their video games, I believe. And Kathleen Kennedy said that there, she was trying to connect
1: books and and games. Oh God, and everything. Don't give me that.
0: But I'm just saying, I, Marvel's not about to do that, bro.
1: Kathleen it, Kennedy and she. Bro, of course. I'm
0: just saying that video game that came out that that trailer for that new Avengers game looked kind of meh. I'm just keeping it calling. Oh no, it. I,
1: I'm not saying that that looked like a good game. Captain no, America has hockey. No way, of saying anymore,
0: that, bro. Straight up, like he has hockey pads on.
1: Dude, they, they looked warped, like older. Oh, like, <laughs>
0: the we have good
1: enough graphics that they don't have to look, look like PS2 characters. The Man. memes, they had a meme that was
0: Lord Farquaad plus Star yeah. Oh, Man. God, I didn't want to say it, but it was so true.
1: It was bad. That was, was hilarious. No, All boy. right. But speaking of video games, Netflix has bought distribution to Ubisoft's Tom Clancy's The Division a video game adaptation starring Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, David Leach, whose credits include Deadpool 2 and Hobbs and Shaw, is going to direct this project, which was announced at E3. And um, the story is set in the near future with a pandemic virus spread via paper money on Black Friday, disseminating the city of New York and killing millions by by Christmas, what's left of the society has descended into chaos. A group of civilians trained to operate in catastrophic times are activated in an attempt to save who and what remains.
0: Yo, low-key, this game is fire. Like, I, I play this game.
1: Yeah, I've never played this game, and so you're kind of the expert on this then. But this sounds dope. And Jake Gyllenhaal, like, that's crazy. Like, he's one of the biggest actors alive right now. Mm-hmm. And, and then okay, just so as well. I mean, those are two huge names to get into a video game movie. I just hope they
0: do it the well. It, I just hope they have a good story because the division you create your own character, and yeah, like there's a storyline, and like yeah, like yeah, you got there's things you do, and like they could take that and put into the put it into their storyline and incorporate it. But I like just having like how they have the outset of what happened, like. The, the background and just if they have like some of the ending stuff and they have the conspiracy stuff and then they just give Jake Gyllenhaal is like because basically you create your character as your as your agent gets operated from the civilian base. Like basically this this is a military unit who straight up lives with civilians. They mask as like normal people and they just go day to day waiting for in case civil unrest breaks out. And they're America's last line of defense. So when they activate, they become these majors and whatnot. So it just give Jake his own name and give him his own backstory or whatever. And this could work pretty well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I guess that kind of means that they could do whatever they want with it, you know? Pretty much. So I, I think that's all you want in a franchise. We're trying to build a franchise, at least. At least you don't have to follow kind of a strict storyline. Uh, Deadpool 2 and Hobbs and Shaw, I don't know if are, are the best movies that you want to compare this to. It seems, this seems like something that could be taken way more seriously, especially with actors like Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain, even though Jessica Chastain was just in that shitbox last week.
0: <laughs> you went there. I'm so happy. But look, let me say this. At least Idris Elvin and song looks kind of badass. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not excited for that. So you're kind of right. Deadpool 2 was kind of meh. But I kind of, uh, low key. But it was kind of good. Yeah, I kind of liked it more than Deadpool 1. Don't sue me, fans okay. out there. That, that's a hot take. But no, t- speaking back to this, you're right. This could either be clunky action movie, or if they take it seriously, this could be something dope on Netflix. Because, like you said, Jake. J- Jake Gyllenhaal is a quality, quality actor. And even though Jessica Chastain was in that chip box, she is a good actress. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to have my fingers crossed because The Division is a great game. And I like, the, I like the story and the world they have. So this could be done cool. I know there's a Division 2, which I haven't picked up yet to see what their storyline is. I don't know if that plays in, into it, but I'm sure it's just based on the first game. And hopefully we can get a good movie out of it, you
1: know? Yeah, I, I think it's exciting. It sounds really interesting, and uh, like we said, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Jessica Chastain are two really cool names to have it attached to. So, and I'm loving that it's on Netflix. Get it to us. Get it to us on TV, so I don't have to pay for it.
0: Big facts, and hopefully, it's better than Polar because Polar yeah. was... <laughs>
1: polar, yo, dude, I had so much... And then I heard bad things about Triple Frontier, too, so... That was for
0: me, too! Oh, they both sucked.
1: <laughs> but, look,
0: but Polar was better than Triple Frontier. I, call, I keep it a bean. And, excuse me, I really think that's why I went into my reality TV bin, because these Netflix originals kind of burned me. And I didn't want to try Highwaymen because I didn't hear good things about that either, and I was just like, fuck.
1: You didn't? Oh, man.
0: So, hopefully, this is good. But let's get to something that fingers cross, bro, because I can't go through another round of this. I'm going to just, this is me being therapeutic to you and, and to the fans out there. Lyndon cannot go through another failed attempt at this. Like, I can't. My soul can't take it. The Twitter memes, I can't take it. I can't. I just physically cannot take it again so hopefully we get this right and i can be happy and it could just be merry but look man the batman supposedly it's rumored announced the villains lineup we kind of knew about catwoman and penguin knew about riddler but we're also getting firefly Bane, two-face also rumored mad hatter is this too many schubert there's there's kind of storylines that we talked about early on but then we went out other way but I think it's going back to that first storyline I, I, I pitched but we'll see Mad Hatter is going to be an older character somewhere between 40 and 50 Firefly is going to be between 20 and 30 and uh Riddler and Two-Face are going to be between 30 and 40 while Catwoman's going to be between 20 and 30 with uh, Robert Pattinson and then Penguin could be 20 but he could also be 40 but he's described as short obese with a long nose so they're going
1: with That's that. where I'm thinking is going to be Josh Gad
0: yeah, Josh Gad's seeming more and more likely, but what do you think about these villains before I give you that early pitch I thought this could have been? Uh,
1: I mean, at first, the I and I tweeted it out, I saw the Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler, Firefly, and I was like, that's solid. I like it. Yeah, I like and that like, too. I was like, that's four, that's pretty interesting like firefly is kind of out there that could that could be its own thing riddler's kind of pulling the strings of it all yep like it made sense and now i'm like where are we going with all of this like i guess you have you know the probably the comic reference of this but i mean yeah you know, uh, I'm, I'm actually having the dark knight playing behind me right now and the my one of the complaints i have about the dark knight where where it's a cool scene and everything why are we seeing him fight the Scarecrow again? <laughs> and then, and like, this is the second time we're seeing Two-Face. And every time we get a Batman, we get a Joker. Can we just get, like, some variety here?
0: Well, look, we're getting... Ver- okay, look, look, look. Let me let me, let me, me come to the defense a little bit. We're getting variety. We're getting... Rhythm. We're getting a lot of variety, but, like, we're seeing some familiar faces. And, and okay, I'll say this. Because I have, like, a panel hung up in my room right now of the most legendary comics of, of the most of the most legendary Batman I, IMO with his main villains in. And, and that thing is Penguin Joker Two-Face and Catwoman I mean look at least we don't have Joker Shuby because like I, I don't know if I could deal with another Joker right now like dealing with when we got with Joaquin Phoenix coming like Two-Face okay cool I was kind of hurt when I saw that because i not hurt it was just like That's the wrong word. I was kind of like, just like, man, two face again. So I feel you. But if they go with what I think they're going to go with, and and, then honestly, if they do go with this and and, and this gets nailed. This could be fucking incredible. Like if they're really going for this detective route and they really want to do this, do long Halloween. You have Riddler doing crazy stuff. You have two face really being a main person in this. And then you have a, a person who's like a no name that nobody knows of. That really is a is a twist, and like, like it would be crazy, and all these people aren't involved. It doesn't feel overstuffed because if you do it the right way, it makes sense why everyone's there. But if they're not doing that, I don't know what what's going down. But I'm I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed because it
1: could be something fire. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it could be pretty you know pretty cool. And do you think Nicholas Holt could end up being any one of these? Characters, Riddler. Riddler. Riddler.
0: Riddler's the only one I see. He'd be an interesting Two Face, but like, nah, I don't. I don't know.
1: I'm, I'm, i feeling. Riddler I just don't the think most. his face is big enough for Two Face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking, bro. Like, I didn't think he had the chin. Like, it has to. Yeah, exactly. It has to be someone exactly. that, nice that kind of. He has to kind of mirror Robert Pattinson in a way. Two Face does because he's kind of like his. He's kind of his homie. So I always see Two Faces. He's Bruce. He 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 mirrors Bruce in a different way because he's he's one of Bruce's friends as Bruce. So it's interesting, and it's like Bruce has this alternate identity, but Harvey has this one, and it's like that's why Batman hates putting him in jail because like that Bruce has like an actual bond with him outside of that,
1: that shit. So it'll be yeah.
0: interesting, but I but I that'd I'd be see, I'd, that'd I'd be
1: a really interesting casting. Uh, I think the you know doing a Jervis Touch is going to be really interesting too. That's the
0: one that kind of threw it. Like, I was I was excited to hear Firefly because that could be super dope. Mad Hatter's interesting, man, because it works in animation. Let's see if it'll work on the screen.
1: Yeah, I think Firefly's going to be a young boy. Yeah, right? Oh,
0: yeah. I think Firefly's going to be like a henchman or doing like some, like an early, like just doing a, a robbery and he stops him. But like while he's stopping him, he, he, he picks up some crime. Like, yo, I really feel like Matt Reeves is going for, he's going to stop one of these dudes and there's going to be some crime scene left, he's gonna have to start investigating, and we're gonna see an actual Detective Batman, because that's the only way it works with all these villains, like, you're not about to fight all these villains, and, like, not, it can't be CB, like, you know what I mean? she would be like, if Penguin's in here, he might have to run Iceberg Lounge and give you something, like, it has to be like the actual comics if you're gonna do all these villains, it can't just be, oh, Firefly's this named assassin that works, like, you know what I mean? It can't just be some knockoff nonsense.
1: yeah. I mean, that's kind of the thing that they may be going for here is like, OK, well, we're going to give you a Batman story and we're not going to beat around the bush with not showing you what the real story should be. Like we're going to get we're going to let him go to Iceberg Lounge because that's what the, that's part of the story. Like, we, you know, we're just because we're saying that the names of the villains are these six names or seven names or I can't count. But anyway, uh, just because those are the names doesn't necessarily mean that they're all going to be the main antagonists. Uh, Catwoman, of course, is probably going to be more of a anti-hero. side. Uh, Anti hero, I was going to say, like uh, a side story.
0: Yeah. Uh, Firefly is interest. more going to
1: be of a henchman, most likely. Bane probably is similar. But see, I wanted to be Bane. Like, I don't
0: want it to just to be, like, oh, he's this really buff guy who's, like, this henchman for somebody. Like, no, I want it to be Bane. Like, if, it if, depends, if you're gonna, depends
1: on the story, you know?
0: But that's my that's my thing. Like, if you're gonna name all these villains and say you're going for it, go for it. Don't half-ass it. Don't make it to where it's, like, BVS, where KGB, KGB was just... That's that that guy who had his hair, sl- hair slicked back, who had the flamethrower, but nobody knew he was really KGBs. We only knew it because that's what the comic blogs told us. You know what I mean? Like I don't want it. I don't want that again. Like if you're gonna name these villains and say you're going for it, go for it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, but that's all I really got to say on that. Uh, besides that, I wanted to mention some. My my I have two Catwoman choices, and then I'm it. That's it. And if it's not these two, then I'm going to be upset. Ooh, you, you, dang, you, you sold on only two people? I, I want Latina Catwoman that's final. Oh, okay, okay, it's, who you got? It's either going to be a- Ana de Armas from Blade Runner 2049, or like it's going to be Isa Gonzalez from Baby Driver and Alita Battle Angel.
0: Wait wait. Oh, I gotta see what she looks like. I don't know what she looks like. Let me do a quick Google search. Her name is Aisha Gonzalez. Ayesha. E-I-Z-A. Uh, E-I-Z-A Gonzalez. Okay, let me see what's popping Because I really like that. Fr- Ooh, okay, I like this one too. I like them both. And they and, and yo, in and Alita Battling, to kicked butt. She could probably do it too.
1: In Baby Driver, she kicked butt.
0: Yeah, she did. Oh. Oh, man, I like both of those. good job. That's a good, that's
1: a damn good casting. And I was upset because I saw a poll the other day that had her on there, and I was like, oh, I was going to say this this week. Yeah, that's a good day. That's a good poll, because people have been being basic and saying, uh, what's her name from High School Musical? Vanessa Hutchins? Yeah, my mom said that. She was like... <laughs> I heard Vanessa Hutchins, why you get beat the Catwoman. I was like, no. That's been some. That's been low key the face. We're gonna put article nonsense. You're gonna put Ooh. Twilight and High School Musical as Batman and Catwoman. Like that just doesn't fit. Bro, you might as well make uh, Zac Efron Too Face at that point. <laughs> why not? Why not? <laughs> I, I, I think that'd be interesting. I, I don't think that's a bad choice. <laughs> No, I, like, did, I was, did you watch Extremely <laughs> Wicked, Evilly? Yeah. Did that have yes. a funny movie? Because yes, he looked like a pretty damn convincing Lord. Me? Yo, shoot me! I was in my bag with
0: that one. <laughs> I was in my bag. I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I pictured, bro. And let him get all crazy. Like, F it. Let them go down that All hole. But uh, on a serious note, let's talk about something that NBC Universal Sci-Fi Network said it would develop: a new series featuring the DC Comics character Lobo with more uh, *Horizon* scripted television. Emmett J. Scanlan plays the character in *Krypton* and is expected to star as the character in the spin-off. This is really interesting because, number one, me, neither me nor Shubert watches *Krypton*, so we can't comment. I on mean, how. I've
1: watched a couple episodes. Uh, I watched the,
0: I watched the pilot. I did watch a pilot, and I was intrigued, but I just didn't have time to. That's how that's how I, that's how you know it wasn't that great because I didn't come back for episode two. But it's a good show, and I enjoyed it, it. Just wasn't for me. But this is interesting because we've never seen this Lobo on screen, even on Krypton yet. Like he hasn't even aired. Nobody it. has. Yes, yeah, so I don't think the se- like season two is just starting.
1: Yeah. Well, so that's what's crazy to me. I'm like, you guys are so confident in this char- character's character is going to land.
0: Yeah, because Lobo's a very interesting character, and they—they they look like they went forward and they went for like the actual comic accuracy. So it's gonna be interesting. Look, I always thought Lobo could succeed, but he needs the right actor, just like Deadpool needed Ryan Reynolds. Maybe this guy is that because Lobo's kind of DC's Deadpool in a way.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say that. I'd say so. And he—he he is uh, kind of a mortal?
0: He is. He's. He can. He has rege- uber regeneration, I believe. He's a uh, oh, nice. race he's a race that's like a super warrior type race that has like some type of regeneration slash immortality some something along those lines and he's a bounty hunter so he's known as the main man and he just travels the galaxy collecting bounties and kicking butt
1: um I'm looking at this guy right now
0: <laughs> it looks uh, kind of CWS to me
1: yeah yeah the- but I, the
0: but I can't I, I can't
1: know.
0: I can't hate on them cuz Krypton did go forward with Brainiac and that looks kind of whatever to me too but they they're going forward so I mean Sci-Fi's going forward so I can't hate on it. Do you think?
1: No, I'm not I'm, I'm not hating on it. I'm just, you know, iffy on why you're going to go ahead and say you're going to do a series when you no. have the character hasn't hit the screen yet. No, I'm with
0: you.
1: maybe they have a like, little more confidence in it. DC, we've already been through this. Don't promise us a bunch of things and then just be like, oh, well, yeah, we can't do all that right now. Hey, 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 that's not the
0: movie division. That's like that's fair. Sci- that's sci-fi buying an IP.
1: <laughs> like, let's fair call enough. it what it is. Yeah, yeah that's, that's
0: key. let's call it what it
1: is. But that's all I really got on that one. <laughs> one, one. One thing before we get off that. Did you hear that the J... Have you ever heard about the J.J. Abrams Supermans?
0: Uh, briefly. Like like I, I have like I've heard him be up for it and have scripts and stuff, but I've I don't
1: know what those scripts entail. Alright, well I can't remember the other guy's name who did a script as well. Uh but in his script he wanted to do the entire first movie pretty much like the Krypton story. And just have the entire thing be a Krypton. Who, J J? No, not J J. This other this other guy. I'll That's tell you J in a second. That- J JJ- J. JJ's was that the twist at the end of the first Superman was that Lex Luthor was also a Kryptonian.
0: Oh, JJ Wallen for that. Like, he is. That's like, that's taking liberties with the character, my guy. Like, the reason why Lex Luthor works
1: is because he's human. Yeah. But anyway, let's move on. Winston Duke, Zazie Beats, Benedict Wan, David Risdale. And Bill Snarsgard will star in a supernatural film, Nine Days, and it's gonna be the feature debut of director Edson Oda. Duke will play a recluse living, a recluse living in an otherworldly home who interviews human souls for the privilege of being born. Beats Wang, Rysdale, and Snarsgard will play the interviewees.
0: That sounds interesting. Wait, I want to know something real quick. and if this is the case, then I'm gonna lose my mind, but I don't think this is I don't think this is the truth. So don't worry about what I'm talking about right now.
1: I'm confused.
0: Don't worry about what I'm talking about right now. It doesn't matter. All
1: right. well anyway, I just think the names itself draw you in for something like this. Uh, Winston Duke just coming off us, Benedict Wong of the MCU. Zazie Beetz, Atlanta, Uh, Bill Sennarsgaard just came off that Hulu series uh, with the Stephen King one, which I watched and I can't remember the name of now. And, of course, he plays it or he plays Pennywise. So, by the way, Child's Play is coming out next week and I'm actually kind of interested in it because I was watching an interview with the guy who was playing the kid and it sounds like it's going to be pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mark
0: Hamill's voice in Chucky, so yeah, it might yeah. be pretty interesting.
1: Maybe this, we this see is, that instead of
0: Toy Story. Maybe so, and maybe it's the year of the horror because I saw somebody tweet with with something we have not on nose, but with Doctor Sleep coming, with it coming, even with Joker being not really comic booky, from what I hear, being more so interesting stories. Warner Brothers is telling less franchisey stories and more of these horror thriller. These 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 darker stories, and then we see it coming again with this. This is going to be interesting, man. Nine days. I thought Edson Oda, The reason why I was freaking out is because there's the writer of One Piece named Enchiro Odo, and I thought he was his brother, but it, it, it's not the case. But, you know, going to see what's up. It has Benedict Long in it, Zazie Beach, Winston Duke, Bill Skarsgård. I'm going to give this a go. Maybe, if the trailer intrigues me.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, but let's talk about Sony... Pictures Animation, because I'm going to want to talk about Sony a little later on in the show. Uh, but Sony Animation announced that uh, they are going to do Jackie Chan's Wish Dragon, plus a reimagining of the Boondocks. With Aaron McGruder. Hun- okay. Well, I was
0: just saying, Aaron McGruger's coming back, the creator of the Boondocks. That's what everybody's worried about, because when Adult Swim did season the last season, he wasn't there. So he's back, and he posted on IG the reimagined drawing of Huey. So this, I can't wait to talk about this.
1: All right. Uh, finish up the horror series, Hungry Ghosts, a comedy series called Superbago, and two new Tartakovsky movies. Ooh, that sounds fire, because we saw
0: he has that Adult Swim series coming soon.
1: Exactly. And uh, I think we already know of one of these that's coming up. We do? Yeah. Um, go ahead and start talking about Boondocks, and I'm going to look into that. Well, no, Boondocks is... I'm
0: super excited for it to come back. One of the uh, best AmeriMays. Yes, it's an American anime. It is exciting. I, I just hope Sony lets Aaron Magruder go there, and I don't think he's coming back if he's not going there. Like, he has to go there. We're, it's going to be interesting because we're in a sensitive time, and, and if you know one character by the name of Riley Freeman... You know that guy goes in. <laughs> in. I'm, I'm not going to say what he says, but you know what he says if you know the show. And it's going to be interesting to see how the Boondocks live in 2019. And I I, I think it's necessary. Doing Six Nine Yo. Spoofs, Soldier Boy Spoofs, like, you know, they're going to do the Soldier Boy Drake. Like, they're going to all this pop culture shit, the Kanye shit, Trump. It's going to be all spoofed, and I'm ready for it.
1: Yeah, I feel like the Boondocks would be perfect for this because I just turned it on the other day, and man, like it is still it still holds up at the be super hilarious, and just to think about what they were talking about back then and what's going on now, it's like, man, like it was a really clever show back then. I and to hear that the the creator is going to come back and do it, it, sounds even sounds like it's going to be even better. Yeah. No, it really does.
0: And, like, it sounds like he has budget behind it because it sounds like they've been working on this for a while.
1: For sure, one of the yeah.
0: One of the producers was like, I can't wait for you guys. I'm glad the cat's out of the bag because we got something special. And, like, yo, I wonder if it's going to be on Netflix. I wonder where somebody's going to put it because it's going to be interesting to see.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: sucks, sucks for Adult Swim. They didn't know what they had.
1: Yeah, man. My first time I ever turned on that show was, like, I think the first lines are where he says, like, uh, Jesus was black, uh, Ronald Reagan was the devil, and the government knew about 9 11. And, I was, and like, I was like,
0: that's what? just the tamis of that show.
1: Yeah, and that was the first episode, also with Uncle Ruckus like
0: doing too absurd the stuff
1: at the garden <laughs> party. And I'm like, oh my God.
0: My favorite character in that is Ed Wunsler. Oh uh, my ed onceler ed, ed jr and jen rummy like when they go and rob that the arrow yes Virginia store that episode is absolute it drove me insane like i i peed my pants one time when watching that show and that show was amazing like shout out to carl jones shout out to Aaron magruder like y'all are legends can't wait to see what y'all put out this time but what well, did you find out about
1: the Tarnakowski movies uh no, I I just thought for some reason that we heard of a project that he was going to do that was going to be a movie, but no, I mean if Sony Pictures Pictures Animation wants to do two Tarnikovsky movies, then like think about Samurai Jack on the big screen kind of stuff. Like that's what we're talking about here and that could be pretty awesome. You know, Sony just came off that Spider-Verse victory um, in the Oscars, like they could be putting up out putting out Oscar-level animation, and maybe we could see Tartakovsky get that kind of recognition.
0: Bro, what if? Because we we talked about this off air, but like, what if Sony live action is just the the crapper, and then the Sony animation becomes the smash?
1: Well, it seems like that's the direction they're going. It
0: really does, because when we yeah. talk about uh, this movie later on, you'll understand why we why we say that, but nah man, Tarnakowski we gonna him do that primal thing for adults swim. I'm excited for that, and we know his Clone Wars movie is, or his Clone Wars series is the bomb
1: definitely
0: so, but next up we got Kevin Hart and Paramount Pictures are partnering on a remake of Bill Murray's Christmas comedy Scrooge oh, okay, we'll see what Kev does like, I'm kind of male Kevin Hart right now I'm kind of Kev Hart outed, like, you know what you're I mean you're done with Kevin Hart? I'm kind of fed up with it. I need a new. I need a new comedian to come up and be fresh.
1: Like, I feel like most of the things that I like with Kevin Hart, right, recently, haven't been like spearheaded by Kevin Hart. As bad as that sounds.
0: No, I'm with you. I like all because his like, stuff with the
1: rock. I really liked him in Jumanji.
0: Same, and I like but, him in CIA.
1: Yeah, or Central, yeah. uh, Central Intelligence. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. And I hate, and it's just, I don't know, I just don't want to see another version of The Christmas Carol. I'm kind of done with it.
0: I'd much rather just watch A Muppet
1: Christmas Carol, because to me, that's the best one. But I'm also a cynical Christmas guy. Like, I don't really like Christmas movies, so. Oh,
0: oh, oh, wait. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, wait. Shuby is not the person to comment on this, because he absolutely hates Christmas.
1: I do love Office Christmas Party. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, that's a christmas tradition for me now it's only two years long but hey at least you got one in there but <laughs> oh and the grinch and the grinch stuff man i have all the grinch stuff but i but how do you like
0: it because the grinch ends up being pro christmas
1: Well, I, I was the grinch in a christmas parade for like nine years Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you
0: sympathize with the Grinch. We we're get, we're getting deep on Brocey Bench tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But next trailer we got, this is a trailer, frozen to She so were just putting the notes, frozen to garbage. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't think the trailer was bad. But then he asked but then, he asked me the question, what's it about? And I'm kinda like,
1: yeah, I don't know what it is about. <laughs> Yeah, like, it was just like, okay, well, Elsa's going to dive in some water, and she's, like, using her powers now, and they're going to go on an adventure. We don't know what but, it, any of it is, but okay. Like, <laughs> if you're,
0: and honestly, this isn't for us. I'm sure little girls will love this once again, but ever since watching One Piece and seeing a Koji walk across uh, water with his ice powers, he just rides a little bike. Why can't Elsa just, just walk? She, she can't just make a little path for herself. She's doing too much. like,
1: she does though in the <laughs> beginning. She she like uses the ice and walks on ice for a little while before she dives in.
0: Yeah, I guess. But like you said, it's just gonna be an adventure. So, somebody who in the comments of the trailer I watched was like, when her sister was like, "Don't worry, I'll protect her." They were
1: like, "Protect her with what?" <laughs> 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 oh, guys, <God, it's> truth. <laughs> uh, like, why are you guys even there? Moral support. <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's like every anime where you got freaking Ash in the big battle, but Elsa's gonna be in the big battle, and then, like, Hans and the, the reindeer and the snowman and Anna are just gonna be over there, like, yeah, like, this is great, can, can do your thing. You, know you got saying?
0: it. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about, like, cheering them on, like, like, in Yu-Gi-Oh, with yu Oh's whole clip. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah,
1: dude, that's exactly what I was thinking of. that was the first thing I thought of.
0: Yeah. No, I, I know exactly. I'm out here, bro. I sense your vibes. I feel you.
1: All right, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted to mention that because it was a trailer that came out. Let's, uh, no, talk, let's talk about the trailer that wasn't in the notes, though, Dr. Sleep. See, this is interesting to me. I mean, it look, I'm not the one that can comment
0: on this because i have some movie watching to do over the weekend of watching the shining so i can comment more about this but schubert can comment on this schubert what well, did the trailer make sense to you did, did it work post the shining because we know it's not following kubrick's tale it's more so following the book but they yeah, said they pre- were going to
1: tra- pretty much like the the ewan mcgregor's character is the kid from the uh, shiny he's like uh jack danny. nicholson's son yeah danny and so, a lot of the stuff is just like he sees it reoccurring. He has this thing called the Shine, and um, and people around him kind. Of, there's other people in the world that have the Shine, so that's kind of like what they're talking about with like let's bring the Shine back. Uh, and um, I can only assume that his powers got more powerful as he attuned to them and he got older. So I'm interested to see where that goes.
0: Real, does this
1: movie excite you? I mean, it looks pretty, yes, well made. yes, yes, it really does excite me. I'm really excited to uh, learn more about that world because that was the most interesting part of The Shining to me, and then it didn't really go too much into it. Real, see, I, and I, I th- think gonna... that was set up for this because that's Stephen King's, you know, bit,
0: yeah, that's his baby, and also Ewan McGregor looking pretty good in this role, so this is this is pretty birds of prey and then him putting his little head through that uh thing giving us um jack nicholas vibes yeah yeah, yeah. i I gotta watch the shining so i can check this out so i can join in the the conversation but what we got next
1: uh tarantino was um someone he was interviewed recently and he said that uh if he does do a star trek movie it would be a rated r but the oh, keyword okay. there is if he does it, like so. There really is no confirmation, or I don't really think that he's competent in that he's gonna do it. But he said that if he does do it, it would be radar.
0: See, and they said his script was done too.
1: They said his script was done, but I mean, he didn't say his script was done.
0: Yeah, he didn't say the script was done. They said it was done. Yeah, man, this is I feel like this is just one of those things that's just like pulling us along for the ride like whatever. But if this is if Star Trek's his final film, let him do it, but I I just don't feel like Star Trek's going to be the next film he does. Like if he does another film, it's going to be his 10th and final film, I believe. Uh, I believe if I didn't miscount, but I don't know. I just I just don't feel like this is going to happen. I feel like these, this is going to be one of those what the great what ifs. In terms of like basketball, like what if Chris Paul got to go to the Lakers instead of at the NBA shutting down that trade? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what if, this is gonna be one of those great what ifs? Like, what yeah. if Nicolas Cage was Superman? Shout out to RIP John Schnepp, because he has a well. Nicolas Cage was
1: Superman that.
0: for a little bit. Oh, you're talking about animated
1: Teen <laughs> Titans Go? Look at you, bro.
0: But no, but like, there's a great John Schnapp documentary about uh, Nicholas Cage.
1: Yeah, the Death of Superman Lives.
0: That's a great documentary. It was on Hulu for a little bit. I don't know where you can find it at now. But R.I.P. John Schnapp for for sure. Schubert has on here. Should I talk about Netflix Ghost in the Shell, the S.A.C. Uh, 2045 thing they're doing? I'm not gonna really talk about it because it's I'm mad on it because like I'm I'm a big Ghost in the Shell fan, but I'm a big big fan of the ghost in the shell 2d animation like when they started doing the 3d stuff it just got really mad to me and this is going to be full-on 3d if they can merge it the right way like demon Slayer is doing right now but if not I'm, I'm off it but let's get to life after broad city alana glazers to have a stand-up special on amazon and arturo castro that will be the lead of his own comedy sketch show called Alternito based on Arturo's experiences of being a Latin millennial in the U.S. Yo, I saw the trailer for that or some stuff, or there was, like, a video on YouTube or something. I'm excited for Arturo cast show.
1: Yeah, I think uh, he, was, he was really funny as Jaime on Broad City, and I'm always down to see, you know, a millennial Latino story being told. So... I'm definitely going to support it. I want to tell people to go out and watch it, so definitely go check it out. I don't really watch a lot of stuff on TV, but I'll definitely check this out because we need a good sketch comedy on Comedy Central again.
0: Yeah, ever since Key and I'm down to check this out, man. I really am. And I'm, a, I'm a peepee Lana Glazer stand-up special on Amazon. I'm going to sure. give it a look-see.
1: For sure, because I'm really interested to see what it would be like, because I've really only seen her in the broad city space, and I, I haven't really seen her in a lot of other roles. Maybe it's just like I've missed a lot of things that she's been in. She's been like, on tour I, right now. But uh, So she's just touring with their comedy, huh? Yeah, she's
0: just touring right and now. And see, I've she's never
1: like seen her do comedy. Me neither. So it's, I'd I think
0: be it's really interested to
1: see
0: it. I think it's interesting that Amazon dipping in the comedy and going first with Alana
1: Glazer, that's dope yeah I think that is dope, it's definitely a big pull. I think amazon's gonna really make their mark here pretty soon
0: yeah they're 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 getting they're getting close, and like maybe the boys is that smash that draws more eyes there, but they're getting close sure. they're in, they're they're having very interesting i p after i p come out
1: i and mean heck i I guess you could say that Mazel's a big success oh yeah
0: wait yeah, your show's a big success. I'm not, I'm not gonna handle that it definitely is. But I mean, it,
1: like, it, but, but, that's, just, that, but that's just
0: one, you know? Yeah, that is just one. And, I'm, and look, Hannah kind of did well. And Jack Ryan. Yeah, I was going to say Jack Ryan did well as well, too.
1: Yeah. So. But, uh, but yeah, let's go and talk about Netflix now. Netflix has hired Coco screenwriter Matthew Aldrich to oversee its live-action adaptations of the Chronicles of Narnia book series.
0: Okay, okay. Did you watch Coco?
1: Uh yeah, I did watch Coco and it was pretty great. Okay, dope, dope. Well then, you think it's in good hands? Yeah, I uh, definitely think it's in good hands. And they're gonna say they're gonna do films and TV shows. It says I hope that they just do either or. Yeah, and yeah,
0: and, and I and I
1: think like they could probably do the Chronicles of Narnia as a miniseries.
0: They could def- Okay, so what uh, if I had to guess? I would much rather see it as like a t, tea- like a. If they do the Chronicles of Narnia, give us, like, six episodes that are, like, an hour-a-piece movie-esque. Yeah. Do it that way. And then give us, like, the season. Like, it could be six-episode seasons. Cool. But just do a movie-esque. And that way you can dive more into the story. Because there's some stuff that the movie didn't get. There's more about, like, them being in uh, Narnia, like, actually growing up in Narnia and, like, a- actually becoming adults. Oh, uh, well, if you to want that. to
1: get that in depth, then you got to definitely spread it out a little bit more where you're going to have to do, like, six or, like, eight-episode seasons, and you're going to have to get, at least have three or four. Because, I mean, I, th- cause I think they want to try and do all the books. And that's even – and Lion, the Witch, the Wardrobe, I think, is the second book.
0: Yeah, it is. So – and then you got all the I, – see, I don't even know how Prince Caspian ties and all that, but he's
1: in there, too, and there's all that stuff. Yeah, Voyage of the Dawn Treader So, there's another one, I mean, and there's, like, another book after that. I mean, there's, like, a lot. I, that's what I'm saying. If it, if it's good, I'll, I'll watch it. But films, mixing
0: films and TV, we'll see if Marvel succeeds in that before, I, sure. before I before I sign off on Netflix's Chronicles of Narnia.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Chronicles of Narnia wasn't even that big of a smash to begin with. But I think people would get into it if it was done well.
0: Yeah, if it was done well. So, but next up we got Laura Haddock of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Marta Milanes of Shazam and Juan Diego Bodo of Good Behaviors are set to star in White Lines, the Netflix original series written by La Casa de Pavela creator Alex Pena. The 10-episode show will start shooting later this month until October in the Balearic Islands, including Morocco and Ibiza. On top of writing the series Pena is also the showrunner Nick Ham, Luis Pareto, Ashley Way, and Avaro Brinchner will be directing it. After the body of the legendary Manchester DJ is discovered 20 years after his mysterious disappearance from Ibiza, his sister returns to the beautiful Spanish Island to find out what happened. Her investigation will lead her through a thrilling world of dance club lies cover-up forcing her to confront the darker side of her own character. Yo, if this is done right, this could be fire.
1: (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. And it's based off uh, a, a Mexican series that was already fire. But if
0: it's done cheesy, like DJ, like, you know, it's going to be, it's either going to be funny, like funny, cheesy, or it's going to be fire.
1: Oh, man. Uh, I think it's going to be fire, man. Like, you know, Alex Pena is the guy who kind of developed the story behind all this. So I think that he's going to be, you know, I think he's going to put do well with it. I mean, you got to imagine. It's gonna be it's gonna be his story, just set in a different way. And I love Marta Milan's. I I've seen interviews with her during her like she's saying press junkets, and she is she, she's a really interesting person, and like I really love her interviews. And so I'm always rooting for her. So I definitely check it out.
0: Or, I'm I'm look. I'm gonna check this out, man. I'm rocking with you. I'm just saying, like it's either gonna be like soap opera ECW's, or it's gonna be. Flame, and I hope it's flame.
1: Yeah, I mean it could it be uh, Narcos-esque? That's uh, what I'm hoping. That's what I'm thinking, good, like in Ibiza. A good crime drama in Ibiza, I, yeah, which would be a good vibe, but, you know. I didn't. For it. sure, because I knew that you know Partyland was coming out.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, so that's what I'm And I, I knew
1: feeling. we needed an Ibiza story in here.
0: That be that be a good moment. It'd be a good show, and I'd enjoy it, and it'd, and it'd make me FOMO. So,
1: <laughs> but that's all I got all right. on that. Well, I Tanya and late night star Paul Walter Hauser, Hauser has signed on to star as the title character alongside Sam Rockwell in Clint Eastwood's next film, Richard Jewell. Ooh, do we know what it's about or no, no? Um, I think so. But that was just the big news that came out, and we've known that Sam Rockwell was already going to be a part of it. Uh, Kathy Bates is going to join it, too.
0: Oh, okay. Well, look, this might be. Clint, Clint, Eastwood's, Clint Eastwood's always doing dark stuff, always always going there since Gran Torino and all his all his westerns. But I'm excited, man. Clint Eastwood, when he directs, I'll check it out. It's always up for in the Oscar awards categories and stuff like that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So Richard Jewell was the guy that was, um, that everyone thought was the Atlanta bomber for the uh, 1996. Either that or he stopped the bomber. He was, it has something to do with the Atlanta bo- uh, the Atlanta Olympic bombing. Ooh.
0: So this might be a good story. And then seeing Sam Rockwell yeah. in this.
1: Okay. Sam okay. Rockwell is going to play the lawyer for the guy, Richard Jewell. Oh, like, so this is, helps, this is be like a, get out of it. It's gonna be like a trial type thing, okay. Well, it's gonna be part of it.
0: Okay, okay, inching, inching clo- closer to. We're gonna get it. Okay, okay, I'm rocking. Yeah. I can, I can rock with it.
1: Yeah, he's the hero of the Atlanta attack.
0: Okay, for sure. So Richard Jewell. I'm gonna. I'm, I can't wait for a trailer to see what's up.
1: Yeah, so that that's gonna be pretty interesting. And I don't know too much about Paul Wallerhauser, but, you know, Sam Rockwell, of course. Giant yeah. name. Kathy Bates.
0: Giant name.
1: So. We'll but see.
0: Ne- Clint yeah, no, Exactly. Next up, the drama that's based on Ma- Marie Brenner's article in Vanity Fair chronicling the story of the Jewel, a real-life security guard whose world was turned upside down after law enforcement leaked to an overzealous reporter that the Jewel was possible Suspect for pipe bombing at. 17- oh, dude. oh no, hey, no. This
1: is the description that, that's, of this the movie. Oh, well, then, boom. Yeah, no. that's what I was saying. Like, I thought I put that in the notes. Oh, yeah, he did put it in the notes. Okay, boom. We're done. Okay, well, yeah, that's the description of the movie for sure. Yeah. Should so, I, no, we should, finish, we should finish reading that. So, yes. So, it was uh, Jewel was the possible suspect for, suspect for the pipe bombing at the Centennial Park at the 1996 Olympics. And uh, he went for from the hero who first discovered the the backpack to one of the most hated men in America. And and so it's going to be about the the whole process through that.
0: Damn, they thought he planted the bomb on himself and then found it to earn praise. Damn!
1: Yo, this could be fire! Yeah, Rockwell's going to play the attorney who defends Jewel after he's wrongly accused.
0: Real? He becomes a police officer and dies of heart failure? Damn, sad story at the age of 44 holy crap okay yeah man this i'm now that we see my bad man i did, i thought it was two separate things when i was doing the when i was looking at the notes but yeah man i'm excited for this
1: yeah it's i think it's gonna be pretty interesting uh but i guess that's it for the notes
0: no yeah that's it for the news this week let's get into the box office of breakdown
1: yeah, so no. Starting at number five is Rocket Man, which I think is a pretty good. I, I would actually expect it to be higher. Good for Taron
0: Andrewton. At least he's in the top five.
1: People, people just don't yeah. know
0: what they're getting with these with these garbage garbage boxes. <laughs> they're just trying. They're just Even trying to go give it a shot. Not. This
1: this was a hard box office to choose because I kind of wanted to do up to eight because I wanted to show where Avengers Endgame is still standing. Oh, and you know you had Maz, there at six. I think Avengers was at seven or eight. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was yeah. it was still sticking around. Number four is Godzilla though, so Godzilla's still kicking as well. Maybe I'll see Ugh. it. Maybe I won't.
0: Yeah, maybe <laughs> if I got time, because I might I, go see like, Rocket Man. Yeah, no, see, I would definitely go see Rocket Man before I would see Godzilla, because I heard there's no
1: point. Uh, Dark Phoenix is at three because people had to go see it for themselves.
0: Yeah, just to go see what's up, just to yeah. see if people were telling the truth or if they were
1: lying. We were telling the truth. Um, <laughs> Aladdin is still holding strong because it's great.
0: Yeah, good for Will Smith. Good for um, I believe his name is Masa. Ma- uh, I'm 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 not gonna miss, miss Aladdin's name. Yeah, I'm not gonna butcher his name. But good for him and Jasmine, man. I'm good for the whole cast. Like I'm good for Guy Ritchie. He needed a win. Especially yeah, like Guy like, Ritchie. Especially after like that King Arthur fiasco. so Even though I kind of liked it. I didn't think it was bad, but good for Guy Ritchie.
1: Yeah, Guy Ritchie needed a win. He definitely um, did. And at number one, it's The Secret of Life of Pets 2. So two family Duh. films at the top. Duh!
0: It's summertime and the families are out to the movies. Good for Tiffany Haddish, good for Kevin Hart. But see, this is another thing that would, that that just leads to what we're talking about. Kevin Hart's a lot better than these supporting roles.
1: Yeah, it's true. But, but I, I mean, rest. like, doesn't necessarily mean like it, because, like, in uh, Central Intelligence, he is um, he has he's a main character. He is, but The Rock. I don't
0: know. The Rock took a lot of the heavy lifting for.
1: Too. I don't know. I felt like a lot of his story was a lot of the.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, you're right. Cause I, I don't, yeah, I, cause the rock, but the rock did have. They both went to the high school. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. Kevin Hart did have a main story in that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and I'm just, I'm just Kevin Harted out. But with that being said, let's get to the movie on the rise, Shuby. What you got, brother?
1: Um, I want to remind everyone to go check out, um. Alternative or Alternatino—that's a hard thing to say—on Um on Comedy Central. But the movie that I'm suggesting is *The Dead Don't Die*, which is what I would have rather have seen this week.
0: Who? Wait, isn't that the—isn't uh, that our boy? That's Adam. Yeah,
1: Adam Driver I mean, and Bill Murray. Like, that's what I'm trying to go see this weekend.
0: Yeah, no, we should definitely go support Adam Driver and tell the people about it next week for sure. Like that. Now you might have convinced me to go to the movies.
1: Yeah, The Dead Don't Die. It's it it in that, too. I mean, that's like, what I'm
0: saying. It's going to be a good horror comedy. Yeah, no, I'm rocking with it. I'm rocking with you on that. You want me to go?
1: Yeah.
0: I got a um, Netflix documentary. We talked about it. We reviewed it on Bros you Think. But, man, Black Godfather, that's a really great documentary. And that's what I watched recently. If I can pull up the name of the girl's uh, show real quick, that hold on. I'm going to get it for you. Of the the girls in the prison then i'll tell you that cuz hold on what is it I'm about to but yeah write. so
1: the black godfather of linden saying you can go check out on bros who think all kind of the breakdown but i would i would say go watch the documentary first before you before you listen to that kind of the gist of what you could expect from from it and linden could give a better description in a minute no yeah But, yeah, that he, you know, just name some of the names that are even involved in this.
0: Yeah, man, everybody from Clinton to Obama to Hank Aaron to Jamie Foxx to P. Diddy to just so many different people. Like, P. Diddy called this guy, Clarence Avon, after Biggie died to help him with the situation. Obama called him to get elected. Clinton called him to get elected. Like, this dude got Hank Aaron. Aaron, a sponsorship at Coke. He just walked up into the Coke office and was like, I'm not going to say it, but like, he said some crazy shit. Just go watch the documentary. It's insane. These, from people like Sir Lucius Grange, who runs, I believe, Warner Brothers Music, to the Sony execs. were calling him the best deal maker in Hollywood, and it's crazy. All the people he helped. He has a friendship still to this day with Quincy Jones. Like, Michael Jackson wouldn't have done the E.T. soundtrack without this guy. So much crazy stuff happened, but the other show I'm recommended is Girls Incarcerated, young and locked up. It's absolutely insane. Check that out. That shit's that shit is crazy. You feel for these girls. It's a it's a sad story too. So check that out. Girls
1: Incarcerated.
0: Girls, that's what it's called. Girls Incarcerated. I knew I knew I had something for them. I, I had that hot heat for them. Could could, <laughs> could especially after suggesting. Triple Frontier and frickin' Polar (laughs) Netflix has
1: been letting me down (laughs) oh yeah man Uh, and I I guess we're also saying that you should go see Men in Black
0: Uh, maybe
1: look I'm Uh, I'm gonna say this
0: if you like the IP and you're a fan of it I guess go see it I didn't have a bad time at the movie but it wasn't good I just maybe I expected more I had high expectations.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you really could have taken the Men in Black idea and really kind of made this huge event film. And I think when you add a name like Chris Hemsworth, and even Tessa Thompson as well. Yeah, and, you people. people I mean, see, and and on top of that, Liam Neeson and Emma Thompson. I mean, those are if you say those four names, you're like, oh, well, I mean, we could get a really serious, deep, deep. A film about the man in black and That show- it was not, none of that,
0: even though Tessa Thompson's great in Creed and great in the Marvel films. That just shows like how much people love Marvel and just are hype behind those actors. Because we heard Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth, and we were like, Hell yeah, sign me up! And I love Tessa Thompson, one of my favorite actresses, but she got underutilized in this, and I just expected a lot more. Like, you like, we talked off air. I expected her to be like the like the J. Like I thought she was gonna be like young Will Smith, like or not. I mean, not young Will Smith, but I thought it was gonna be more centered around her, where it was more
1: focused on Liam Neeson. Well, cool. we- here's here's the thing with with her is that we never really got to know her real motivations. Like she, they kind of just explained to us, okay, well here's this event where she's a child and she meets an alien and she sees that her parents get zapped. And, um, but she remembers everything and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well now she's trying to get into the FBI and CIA cause she's trying to be in men in black and she's and, and she knows all this science stuff and she can track aliens. Like I would have loved to have seen her kind of a sequence, a, a sequence of her growing up and like having close encounters or like having experiences where like she was isolating herself or. Or even some more experiences when we were meeting her in her new, older age, where like in the first Men in Black, we kind of understand how Will Smith doesn't have anything and can could take on the role of being a Men in Black agent. Where yep, and Tessa Thompson's character just tells you she's like, she just says to Emma Thompson's character, she's like, um, yeah, uh, I have nothing, so I could take this. Like, I love no one. It's just like, okay, well, we don't know anything about you, so I guess you're right.
0: Yeah, I guess we believe you. And then, like, it's just seeing the twist. I saw the twist coming a mile away. Yeah. Like, Liam Neeson's character, this was more so about Liam Neeson than anybody. Him and his Hive His hive storyline.
1: Well, when I saw Lay Twins, which is like a dance group, was the person that they experienced Expected me to see as a villain right off the bat. I was like, oh, well, these two clowns aren't the freaking villain. They can't <laughs> they even act. They just... did not even have a line because they,
0: they're just dancers. They were just knockoff henchmen that just were chasing around the globe. They were just like plot devices. I was like, what? Yeah, no, I, we had way more expectation for this movie. And just like my thing with men in black movies I, I really like is that they always have an antagonist that you can point out that's like the main one that's like this alien whether it's the cockroach guy, whether it's the woman from the second one, and even the third creep, creepy looking guy. like there's always a main antagonist and this one it just was like this high cold like not cold, this high collection type weird thing that that absorbed Liam Neeson and, and took him out.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like that is kind of reminiscent to the first man in black. But the, at least the first in black had the cockroach guy that was kicking butt. Well, the guy kind of is basically the cockroach guy, if you think about it. I mean, he took over his body. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just—I I really expected this to be
0: like, okay, we're revitalizing the franchise. Let's get like another trilogy going. Like, let's go. There like,
1: I—I I don't know. There were a lot of I've slow been... spots. Yeah. And there I were a know. lot, and there was a lot of dialogue and humor that didn't land.
0: No, one hundred percent. And then it just one of the scenes that just didn't feel real to me was like when they just randomly got that, that, that weapon and it was just like, oh, yeah, let's just push this button. Like, wait, we're not going we're, we're to think about this. We're just going to push this button and just see what this thing does and then make this big canyon. I, I, some of the things just didn't feel right. Like, I just yeah. didn't see J and K doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm comparing them to J and K, but, like,
1: I am. I mean, you have to because uh, there's a lot of parallels. Um, but, you know, the that was the the main difference is that you never really did have a K kind of character around that what kind of was Emma Thompson's character but she wasn't really I mean, she didn't really have much to do. No, I thought, uh, I thought
0: Emma Thompson was more like that white guy who was the uh who's the chief.
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean, kind of, but I mean, like, he, but I'm saying like she was the only more rigid character. Oh yeah, had for Chris sure. Hemsworth. who was pretty much. Uh, a wild cannon all over the place yeah he was a loose <laughs> yeah. cannon yeah
0: and then i guess emma i mean i guess tessa thompson was supposed to be like the she straight was supposed place to be character. like jay
1: and she was supposed to be more like jay she that was, was like, that was supposed to be her her bit but like, like i just didn't feel that her and chris her and
0: chris Hemsworth were like if jay was splitting hair, like you know what i mean like she was just the rookie part of jay but chris Hemsworth was like would like i don't know it was just weird man I, I i don't know it was a weird dynamic that they that they pulled i would have much rather them see see them do th- like thor three like no thor four like let me see valkyrie and thor do some more cool stuff i need to see this
1: let's just see them hang out at new asgard
0: yeah exactly like they can do it like, I'm, I'm down like a little sitcom tv show four episodes on disney plus hulk's Shout gotta out. hit the treadmill Exactly. Let Hulk show up. Rocket can pull up. Um, the Quartz guy can be playing video games and they can mess up Noob Meister 69 or whatever his name is. <laughs> like, I'm down. Like, I would much rather that than this. And that goes to our point that we're talking about off air about how Sony's just been putting out these, these, they have these big name actors for these big name blockbusters where people think they're about to be trilogies and people think they're about to be franchises, but we keep getting let down.
1: Well, it's like, it's like Venom, even though Venom, I wouldn't say is as bad as this, because I enjoyed Venom, but we expected Venom to be kind of like this huge blockbuster, big movie, and then you go into the movie and you're like, oh, okay, well, that wasn't as like giant as I thought it was going to be. Yep. Uh, It was good, but... was in like the epic that I thought that I was expecting and I think the MCU's kind of spoiled us in that where we kind of expect these epics like you know even in the theater today people are waiting for post-credit scenes it's like I think the MCU has kind of spoiled us in a little bit you
0: know no like wait people were waiting for post-credit scenes in Men in Black
1: yeah
0: did they have one because I didn't like I didn't think they did
1: they did not
0: okay yeah like X-Men didn't have one either and everybody was, like, trying to stay for that. I was like, that's better done. Like, what, what is going on? But, yeah, you're right. The MCU has spoiled us. And people, Endgame was a, was an event. We're not going to have one of those for a while. Like, like it has to be special. And, like, the MCU has spoiled us. And hopefully, I mean, hopefully Spider-Man is great. Hopefully Joker is great. Hopefully It Chapter 2 is great. Hopefully Star Wars is great because we got a lot left to look forward to. But, Right now, these, these we're in the dog days of the summer, baby, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's rough right now out of there in these movie streets.
1: Yeah, so I want to give a shout-out, though, to Kumail. Uh, I can't say his last name, but, you know, the Nanjiani? guy from Silicon Valley who plays Pawnee. He was pretty funny. Yeah, Dude, he, he did was. a good job. Shout-out to Kumail. Kumail and uh, you know, And I was really hoping that F. Gary Gary was going to kill this man, you know? Yeah, after he did um, Straight Outta Compton, and he had the Fast and the Furious movies, he, he usually
0: does a good job. But he didn't. He didn't. This was one of his clunkers. He usually does yeah, have. Man. He has. A, he he goes like he. I mean, this kind of the Italian job. No, but that's what I'm saying, Schubert. He's hit or miss. Like he he'll do the Italian job in like um in Straight Outta Compton, but then he'll give you Fast and the Furious in this. The Negotiator. Good but look Friday. at his other look at. Look at his other titles. Be cool. Be cool is all right. <laughs> like don't, don't don't start talking about be cool. Wait hold on. I'm, I'm, <laughs> now, now, you, now, now you got me about to pull up F Gear. Now, now you see he, he's very hit or miss, and I know he is. Hold on. You have yes you have Friday. Yes you have the Italian Job. Yes you have Straight out Compton. But you have Fast and the Furious Eight, the Fate of the Furious. Isn't that the one with the with the uh, with the submarine on top? Bro, get out of here. Law abiding <laughs> citizen was all right. Be cool, man. Man apart, man. And then you have these no name movies like Crack House.
1: <laughs> and, and, hey, man. In the
0: sea he did, of
1: trees. He did a Will Smith video. He did some Outcast videos. He did Outcast Miss Jackson. So don't, that was pretty dope. Don't get it twisted. I like yeah, I'm Gary Gray, but like he's hit or miss, bro. He's hit or miss. That's all I'm saying.
0: And this was a miss.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, they're just taking an IP like that. I think they, and I think they could have done more. There's just so much more that they could have done. It's just like, you, you. I left the theater being like, man, like what they tried to do and what they accomplished wasn't like terrible, but I mean, you like, know it wasn't good. You know what Sony needs
0: to do? Allow Sony Animation to take the Men in Black IP and take the Men in Black
1: comics and give us a dope animated series. That's what they need to do. That'd be dope because then maybe we get like less human-looking aliens. Because that's always my complaint with stuff like this. Like we, like the best parts about Men in Black was that all the aliens pretty much looked like crazy aliens. And, and was, like this. I, there was, was, was way more humanoid. Film. There were way more humanoid aliens in this one, which is kind of annoying. And but, see, that's kind of what William
0: Bibbiani, shout out to the Bibbs. He was he made a uh, he did his review. And he was just talking about how. The first men in black films, and even some of the seconds felt like it was a, it, it was a ode to immigration and just having all these different aliens and all these weird looking aliens. And but this one just was just, oh, all right, it's all these humanoid guys. But where's like the blob that's walking around MIB? Where's the little exactly? You know, the,
1: like where's the worms the, for
0: a little bit? Where's like more of the worm type people? Where's the the uh people with the snouts the elephant snouts while having even even Pawnee, like the rick was and-
1: kind of, even Pawnee was kind of humanoid yeah no i'm feeling you like where's
0: all these different characters like give us rick and morty levels crazy like we're in a new age we're in 2019 we've seen like a bunch of different aliens and like men in black was one of the early ones that did crazy style aliens and now seeing in 2019 they just didn't live up to the hype
1: Yeah, I I just, it's just, when I left the film, I was like, man, like, I just feel like I didn't get enough. No. not a good way.
0: Yeah, no, 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 I feels, I feels, but that's all I really got
1: on this, UB. What would you rate it, 1 through 10? Probably, probably pretty close to what IMDb gives it. IMDb gave it a 5.5, I'd probably give it like a six. See, that's where I was
0: leaning. I was going to give this a 6 as well. Didn't we give Dark Phoenix a 5.5 or something like
1: that? I think I gave it a 4. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, maybe I did. No, I think you did. You know, I think 5.5 5. 5 is not a bad score. Like, I think that 5.5 5 is pretty solid for what this film is. It yeah, is no, pretty
0: much man. It is just mad. Like, go see it if you want, fans. But like I said, right now we're in the dog days of movies. Just, just pummel through. Go watch those next. I mean, unless you're a big suggested. Toy
1: Story fan and you're super excited for Toy Story Four, then all power to you. Yeah, and then I know we got Lion King and Spider Man coming up, but until then, it's it's rough. It's rough in these streets. But I mean, on the flip side, you know, we haven't seen Rocket Command, and that that could be something that we enjoy. And True. We haven't seen uh, the the Adam Driver Dead Don't Die. True. So there's two. Um, and then next week is Child's Play. Which I, I'm actually really interested in, and so are we going to see that.
0: St- are we going to see Child's Play instead of Toy Story? Are we really doing that?
1: I don't know. I'm. I don't Man. Know. Man, we got we got to talk about that. Pe- people out there, you should uh, let us know. We could probably put a poll up. Yeah, we'll put a poll up and see what you guys rather us review.
0: Cause right now, if you guys pick Child's Child's Play, we would definitely rather go see that.
1: Yeah, like, I'm,
0: just, I'm just not. I'm not on Toy Story 4. I'm not. I
1: don't know. It was I'm, over. Maybe I'm just not like interested in seeing a kid's movie right now. Yeah, know.
0: maybe maybe we're just too old to be talking about
1: talking about that. Like maybe that's not our vibe. But I mean,
0: like we, I just went and saw Aladdin. Which is See, and, and I, I dug it. So, yeah, no, I liked it I a lot. Can't dog so. it. No, I feel you. I'm with you on that. And some kids' movies are great. Like, to me, I haven't seen a, a, a dope kids' animation. Let me take my last favorite one. Like, truly, truly favorite. Yo, I really like Zootopia. Like, 100%. Oh, yeah, I like Zootopia, too. Yeah. I, I, I love Zootopia. And I don't know if I liked one. Maybe Inside Out. Like, I think Inside Out and Zootopia were the last, like, two that I truly, like, were like, damn, those are good, like, kids' movies. But, like, since then, I don't know. It's been kind of missed. Like, Incredibles was a big miss.
1: Yeah, I didn't really like Incredibles. I mean, if you count Spider Verse, well, see, I don't count Spider Verse because anything
0: that falls in the superhero category has a chance to be great. Like, I, like because it's different. It's like you you don't have to make it kitty. You can rely on the a- action.
1: Yeah, um, so but it, I guess that's a good point. Like Zootopia, what, that probably came out like two thousand sixteen. Huh? Yeah, like somewhere
0: around the, some something like
1: that. And yeah, it, inside Out was
0: some somewhere around there as well too.
1: So yeah, that probably was the last best one, or at least I can't remember.
0: That I can, like, off top, like,
1: yeah.
0: off the top of my head, so yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: know. That's interesting, but, that's it. That's interesting so thing to look at. We've given um, our rating, but let's talk a little bit about what we could see in the future. Do you think that we're going to get more of this Men in Black franchise, or does that, do you think that it's gonna depend on how the reception is.
0: Oh, I definitely think it depends on how the box office does. Like, if it's like if it's like Venom, where who cares what the critic says? People like it, people go watch it. Like Venom made enough money to get a sequel. If this one makes enough money, it'll get a sequel. Cause Sony's not not gonna do it. They like if their whole thing is if the fans love it, we're gonna keep it coming. But I mean, if if the fans don't go out and see it, then I think it might be dead in the water because critics.
1: Well, kind of. They didn't really leave it on a cliffhanger. They didn't, or like, yeah. No, you don't have to necessarily leave a movie on a cliffhanger to warrant a, se- a sequel. But like, I just don't really know what's next. Is it just? I guess be you another- could always just create a different villain. But like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm. Not, that's kind of what it. That's kind of
0: where we're at. It's like, do you take the IP somewhere else, TV or animation, or do you just create a new villain and try this again and so hopefully it hits? But. If the box office doesn't warrant it, I don't see this coming back.
1: Yeah, it's up It's know. up to the viewers at this point. And, like, even for some things I say, oh, well, they'll probably get new life on streaming. I, I don't think people watch this on streaming. I don't know. Like, I feel I don't like know, man. I'm not going to dog it too hard because, like, I didn't hate it. It was just, you know, I, I was just underwhelmed. Or I, as Robin on uh, Young Justice says, whelmed.
0: Yeah, and no, I was very well And speaking Yo, why don't we get Young Justice season 2 There ain't gonna change We need to get that ASAP
1: Like I'm ready for it Facts And we need to watch Swamp Thing Because I'm hearing More and more That it's actually pretty good They said that They were gonna They said that they had plans
0: To do a Justice League Dark spinoff from this
1: I mean, that's interesting
0: Yeah, so man I'm, I'm a- Peep game, but I was kind of like when when they said it was canceled, I was kind of like, all right, let's let's chill. When, like, when, let's,
1: they, when they said it was canceled and then like it just came out, I was like, oh man, well then this has got to be a shitbox. Yeah, that's
0: what, <laughs> and I didn't want to be hurt by DC again. Like I was, I was getting hurt from too much other stuff, so like it's like I'm not about to watch this. Like I'm just I'm just hear what people say on the internet and just keep it pushing. But you're kind of right. The, the noise has been that it's actually pretty decent.
1: Yeah, so. I might check that out this weekend as well. But that's, that kind of gets us off the whole men in black thing. Let's uh, wrap this thing up here. So, um, Lyndon, go ahead and tell the people where they can find you and what's going on with the Bros Who Think Network.
0: You can find me at Lynn BWT on Twitter. Follow Bros You Think at Bros Who Think on Twitter. Yeah, we dropped the latest episode of the BWT Pod where we broke down Black Godfather. We talked about the new Drake song. We talked about the Future album. Talked about DJ Khaled versus Ty, the creator. Talked about my my, this running I had with this lady who kind of ruined my day, and (laughs) and that led to a whole other conversation. Great, like great road rage convos on the Brosy Think Pod the other day. So check that out as well as we Charles dropped a dope episode of Primetime talking about Saints free agency and the. Tellies, as well as the most recent episode of anime talk is out for those manga readers or samurai 8 we reviewed chapter 5 as well as talk, talked about the latest episode of demon slayer and much more but that's all i got this week for Shubi.
1: all right well you know thank you for listening to episode 45 of the bros who binge podcast make sure almost you go to back
0: 50.
1: yeah almost 50 It'd probably be sometime in july maybe august Hopefully that's by Spider-Man. Hopefully, hopefully 50 is Oh, no, 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 no. Spider-Man's three weeks away. So that'd be like 48. 48. Ooh, man. I hope 50 has something. We got to plan out something dope
0: because we're getting to the 100th with BWT, the 50 for this. Fire, fire. Thank you to the fans who listen.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thank you to the fans who listen. And welcome if you're listening for the first time. Hopefully you enjoyed it if you made it to the end uh so you can catch us next week for episode 46 of course on fridays you can go back and listen on wherever you're listening right now to to past episodes to find past review uh, reviews of other movies or other discussions that we've had in the past and and interviews like with umberto gonzalez great our most recent one yeah. I can't remember the episode number, but you can go back a few weeks and that's uh definitely worth checking out.
0: Should it's almost time for the new pitcher season. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: I it probably it's needs closer. to be something that's going to happen or near the 50. I mean, we might end up
0: Ooh, that might consider be the 50. doing that
1: around the 50.
0: The start of the season because we have a league now for pitching. We got people that's gonna make a period. We have
1: people that want to play, and you know, people who are listening to the pod right now, and I hope they're Shout ready.
0: Shout out, yeah, I hope they're ready to partake. Like we're gonna give a, a championship belt to the winner. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be tight. So be on the lookout for pitching. Me and Shubi getting our announcer voices ready. So be on the, be on the lookout. But yeah, Stuvi, I'm excited.
1: All right. Well. That wraps things up here for the Bros Who Binge podcast. I'm Adam Shewin for Lyndon Burton, have a great weekend, and as always, keep in.
0: Oh, I think I'm going under, I think I'm in over my
1: head.